healthcare system is broken, but it doesn't have to be. This is Revenue Cycle Optimized by Infinix Healthcare. We discuss the latest challenges in the revenue cycle space and provide actionable tips on how to overcome them at your organization. All right, we'll go ahead and get started. Welcome everyone to our session of Office Hours. We're glad to have you join us. My name is Kate Tingley and I'm the Director of Marketing here at Infinix. Uh, These sessions are meant to be informal and interactive. So if questions come up as we're going along, um, feel free to use the chat or the Q&A and we'll be sure to get them uh, answered. And we'll also leave some time at the end as well. Today, uh, we're going to discuss automation in AR and denial management, and we're joined by our uh, revenue cycle product manager, Bimal Sahu. So let's go ahead and jump in and get started. Before we jump in and start talking specifics around AR and denials, we're hearing uh, the terms AI, uh, machine learning, ML, um, and automation thrown around a lot right now in healthcare. So Bimal, I was hoping that you could kick us off and just give us a quick 30-second overview of what each term is. Hi, Kate. Hi, everybody on the call. Uh, it's uh, good to be back uh, having this session. Well, to answer your question, first of all, it's, it's a very startling question, right? It's got endless explanations, endless contexts. And AI machine learning or robotic process automation, automation, they're probably the most heavily used terms by businesses and solutions. It's just not in healthcare. Uh, I mean, it, it's probably almost everywhere. So simply put, what is artificial intelligence, right? So it's basically like a machine or a system which has capabilities to simulate and uh, perform tasks that traditionally humans are supposed to be doing with their human intelligence, their discretion, uh, their discernment, and their judgment, right? So that's artificial intelligence. Now, when it comes to machine learning, it's a subset of the artificial intelligence technology wherein it's, it's an application of AI that allows the machine to automatically learn from past historical data without having to explicitly program the system to learn. So that's machine learning. And then uh, when it comes to automation, it's, it's a very broad term. It's about creating different software applications uh, that is built to replace any repeatable or a routine function or a task that is performed by humans, or maybe in some context, at least reduce the human interactions or interventions in the process that they are dealing with. So that's automation. And, and there are various subcomponents to it. It's algorithmic uh, automation, rules-based automations, uh, you know, managed bots, robotic automation is what we hear about a lot today. So that's that's under the gambit of automation. Great, thanks for for covering that, Bimal. Um, so let's jump right in. What role can AI, ML, and automation play in AR and denials? Everyone's trying to tackle both of these huge challenges that for most groups tends to keep just getting worse and worse every year. So how can it help? Yeah. So to answer that question, I think uh, we just need to set some context. So what has happened in the last four or five years? We've seen denials growing and people are getting more and more denials. Providers are getting more and more denials. 
they are also seeing their inventory kind of build up. Uh, there's a lot of aging AR in their inventory. And then at the same time, uh, what they're seeing is there are also write-offs happening, right? So that kind of is challenging for the AR and denial management teams within the revenue cycle function uh, because they got to deal with a whole lot of things and, and all of these things are so dynamic and changing. So unless until you're on top of your game, you're going to lose dollars. So the first you know, use case that comes to uh, AR and denial management is to be able to understand your reimbursements better. Where are you seeing denials? You know, what patterns, what trends are you seeing? Where exactly are your hotspots? So what combination of payers or CPTs or your denial uh, reason codes, CS gas codes are you seeing, right? So, so one is to be able to gather insights around what your patterns in terms of denials or revenue bottlenecks are. So that's case number one. Uh, I think the second uh, important use case, at least from the AI and machine learning perspective, not from the automation at least, uh, is about how do you identify what's the probability of the claim that you've built out? Is it going to be denied or not denied, right? So, so that way you're kind of prepared that for certain sections or certain categories of claim, you're going to anticipate intermediary denial or a hard denial. And how do you arrange your staff to kind of deal with that volume that's going to come in the future? So that, that's case number two. And the third use case that probably comes to my mind is how do you predict if what is recoverable from your inventory? So at any given point in time, you'd see millions and millions of dollars of outstanding, but are, are all of them truly recoverable? Have they been paid in the past? Uh, do you have any uh, you know, statistics or science to kind of defend that? So that gives you a uh, you know, use case to, to build predictability in your reimbursements, right? How can you identify which of these claims are going to get paid and what are recoverable? So that essentially is a big advantage for your recovery teams to focus on the ones that are actually collectible uh, rather than going after the ones that are probably not going to generate any money and have not historically ever been paid, right? So that's that's uh, mostly from the insights and AI machine learning perspective, but then it also extends into automation, right? So what are the functions? What are the steps that you do in generally in your AR and recovery process that can be automated? So, so it's more about thinking those, you know, different activities and tasks and then figure out what can be automated. So. A very pronounced use cases are about automating your appeals. So if you've got a denial and you've got to appeal it, there are very standard formats in which uh, the payers would require an appeal to be done. So definitely automation can help in here where they can assist the agents to draft that appeal letter with a click of a button, uh, maybe very minimal changes around the specifics of the claim that needs to go into that particular appeal and that can be really uh, you know sent or e-faxed or, or maybe submitted onto a portal so these are some of these use cases that definitely you know bring in additional productivity and makes makes the team work through their ar and denials faster uh, so i touched upon uh, the appeal letters but then another use case is also about statusing your claims right so in many of the cases, you'd see there is a whole lot of AR that is sitting out there 
without having a status adjudication status rather i would say uh, from the peers and typically most of in most of these scenarios you would have to go into the portal or you would have to go into some of the clearing houses to get a status on that uh, claim right so so can we build like a intelligent process around which before the agents are working on that claim or touching that claim the system automatically uh, does a claim status check be it through a portal be it through a robotic process automation uh, managed bots uh, that go into the specific portals and bring in the uh, detailed information around the claim status not just that it's rejected or uh, you know uh, partially paid or it, it's paid we, we don't require that like for for teams to be effective they really need to know uh, you know what is that denial code or what is that exact rejection status why something has not gotten paid and some of these information lie actually in, in most of the portals uh, uh, rather than through an api integration over clearing cars so that that's that's another use case that we can think about and then uh, be it uh, in the denial management or in the appeal process or in the ar recovery process if you have to resubmit a claim or if you have to refile a claim so then that should be uh, pretty easy in terms of with a click of a button instruction goes into your uh, billing system and it's configured the right way uh, that it transfers over to uh, the secondary or the next payer that you have in line and the claim goes out of the door without a human having to go through the entire process of creating a new claim uh, there are other use cases that are there uh, which is about submitting your uh, medical records in case of medical necessity denials or uh, other scenarios wherein you have to provide additional information about uh, the claim from the provider or from sometimes from the patient. Uh, so these attachments and these submissions could also be automated for certain specific portals that they allow. I think uh, I covered most of the use cases. I think there are more use cases around posting of ERAs, about how do you... Uh, Kind of automatically retrieve the ERAs from from the peer portals or uh, the clearinghouses and kind of uh, ingest that into your system. There are other uh, scenarios which can be automated, but these are some of the most important things and a very value added things uh, that I think the organizations should look into. That will definitely help them first, you know, fast track their cash flows, and second is help them boost the productivity of their agent so that they can uh, go through the inventory faster. Great. Um, so I think one of the concerns, uh, misconceptions that comes up a lot when we start talking about AI, ML, automation is, is this going to replace humans? Is this going to replace my AR team? Can you touch a little bit on that for us? Well, the short answer is no. Uh, I mean, really not, right? I mean, there's so many complex decisions that have to be taken and it just comes from experience. It comes from very specific use cases. Can't really mimic all of that, a human, literally, right? So more philosophically uh, and also practically, it's just not possible to kind of uh, replace that because agents really know uh, what, looking at a claim and a denial and a payer, they can make that decision, which supposedly will always be broken in case of 
RPS unless and until a lot of feed, lot of data, and a lot of algorithms and and programming is done to it. So, uh, and it's much more of a headache, right? In some cases, uh, rather than than to have them done by agents who can do those critical actions and functionalities in a much better and a, in a much efficient way, as well as really really pushing those uh, uh, dollars coming in, right? So while your AI and machine learning can actually provide some guidance, uh, bringing in consistency, uh, you know, accuracy in performing some of these uh, manual tasks or uh, you know routine functions and some cumbersome tasks, maybe make it a little bit more intelligent to deal with a, a with couple of scenarios. But it's more going to be about assisting humans in the process of. AR and denial management, rather than kind of replacing them. We are, I think we are just quite far away from imagining that that uh, in revenue cycle management as a business function, which is so complicated and complex, automation can replace humans. Uh, I, I personally think uh, we are a little far away from even imagining that. Well, agents can definitely turn to work on more meaningful tasks, more tasks that require your human intelligence. You know, in in kind of determining the right set of actions that needs to be done to resolve that claim uh, or that denial, and let the automation do some of the routine tasks that uh, you may have to do in the process: claim status checks, appeals, or resubmitting the claim. Uh, you know, filing your medical documents. Let the let the automation do that. This is going to help. Uh, you know, boost the effectiveness, your efficiency, your productivity. It's going to also result in less human error, and also will bring consistency and quality to the to the revenue cycle teams. That's how I think uh, humans and automation will kind of coexist and orchestrate the AR and denial management process in the future. So, if I'm doing all of my AR with an AR team, and I'm just working out of my practice management system, you know, focused on high dollar claims timely filing, why do I need, why should I implement automation, AI, ML? How can it help in that scenario? Sure. To, to answer that question, I'm sure like no teams are there adequately staffed that they can work all that they have outstanding on every day, right? I mean, it's just not humanly possible. I mean, we are not adequately staffed. We are always short staffed. We always have hundreds and thousands of claims. We have, uh, you know, millions of dollars that is outstanding. But my team's capacity is really like working, you know, thousand claims a day or like five thousand claims a day. But that's how limited I am. So at any given point in time, I have twenty x or fifty x uh, the number of claims that are outstanding. A typical way in which. Uh, most revenue cycle management teams work, as you said, would be either attack the claims that have high dollars outstanding or typically attack the claims that have a very near to their timely limits, right? Now, I would not say the flaw, uh, but, uh, but the limitation to these uh, strategies are that first, not necessarily all high dollar claims are going to be recovered, right? So you may encounter claims that have certain specific kind of denials belong to certain peers, uh, to certain CPTs, that eventually you will not be able to collect. Now, having the AI and machine learning expertise 
built into your uh, workflows or into your processes earlier tells you what is really you know collectible and what you should really go after rather than wasting your uh, time and energy working through all that hundred thousands of claim out there hundreds of thousands of claims that are out there focus on the ones that are going to be recoverable right so that's that's one use case and then second is just high dollars or the timely filing limits are not the only criteria in which uh, one should be choosing or prioritizing a claim to work. There are various different other dimensions that is equally important, right? What is your denial on that claim? What is the denial complexity on that claim? Does your claim need to be uh, submitted through, uh, or your appeal needs to be done through a fax, or does it have to be done through a portal, or can it be uh, submitted electronically. So some of these considerations are important because if you are supposed to mail a claim and you're working it on the last day, that mail is never going to reach the, the payer before uh, the time limits are crossed, right? Okay. So that's one thing about denial complexity and your success in overturning your denials. So that's another dimension to kind of look at. And then there are obviously peer-related guidelines. Um, there are, uh, you know, complexities in certain CPTs, which are add-on codes or they come in second or the third degree of frequency when they get built out. There are a lot many factors that I think uh, is possible to do through AI and machine learning and uh, automation to automate that entire prioritization or assignment of claims to the teams rather than you know revenue cycle managers spending hours or in, in fact some in some cases days because the data is huge uh, to kind of find what is meaningful to work so automation uh, I, I think a lot of times uh, we expect that from day one or you know day seven everything is going to be automated so automation is actually a gradual process and it requires organization maturity and uh, teams coming together to make things happen and, and, and gradually you're going to see the difference and see the reap the benefits of it in a gradual phase and have the right expectations across teams uh, to make this a successful uh, venture. Uh, I mean, that, that's how I would think about implementing automation, uh, be it in AR and denial management or any other business processes and revenue cycle management that you would want to pick up. That was really helpful. Thanks, Bimal. Those are all the questions I've got for you. So I want to take time now to open it up. Um, if you've got questions, go ahead and pop them in the Q&A or the chat, and we'll get those answered. So I'll give everybody a minute or two to get those questions in before we close. All right. I'm not seeing anything come in. So we'll let everybody go ahead and finish up their day. If any questions or thoughts come up after today, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, we're always here to help, um, whether it's specific to denials. I know we saw a lot of folks today that had questions around patient access. So feel free to reach out to me. You should have my email address if you've got questions and I'll either get the answer to you or uh, direct you to the person that can. So thanks everyone. Stay safe. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Bimmel. This was a really, really helpful session. Um, we appreciate all your insight and hope to see everyone back here next week. Thank you. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to get notified when our next episode is online. 
For more information for how we can help you increase reimbursements at your company, check out our website at infinix.com. That's I-N-F-I-N-X dot com.